All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being... What was that? Anyway, thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. Uh, time is running out in terms of supplemental oxygen supply uh, for this expedition down to see the the Titanic. I mean, that's got to be... It's so harrowing. It's so sad. You know, and some people are out there being critical of people that are adventurous. Now, they have been doing this for some time and doing it successfully, but um, my, my understanding is everybody knew the risks on page one of a, a waiver that anybody signed if they wanted to go down that far in the, in the sea, uh, which is what, some 12,500 feet that they were taking a risk. And, and it said three times on the front page of that waiver that you could, it could result in death. And yet I, I admire people that take risks and, and they've done so successfully. It wasn't maybe as big a risk as, as some people thought, but I, my hope is upon hope that maybe they're able to rescue these people. That would be great. Um, in light of Hunter getting away with all of this, with a slap on the wrist for the gun and tax charges, I mean, it is, it is disgusting. This has been a five-year-long investigation. Five long years and what does he get he gets to plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax for years 2017 and 18 now there is an irs whistleblower that has given testimony I believe it was to jim jordan's committee and that we're going to hear about in the next couple of days uh that in fact says that they purposely allowed the statute of limitations to to run out on other income tax issues in the years prior to 2017 and 2018 just to protect hunter misdemeanor really for this felony count firearm possession while addicted to a controlled substance in lieu of prosecution he goes to a pre-trial diversion program and if he's successful no charges it all gets it all gets wiped clean and you know and and the worst part of all of this is Hunter's own lawyer going out there, we got a t copy of him saying this, on MSDNC yesterday, that the same prosecutor that put Hunter Biden's no-jail-time sweetheart deal together never asked him about Hunter Biden's smoking gun laptop. How is that possible? Do you have any idea if um, Hunter Biden's laptop had anything to do with this investigation? Was it used... I don't. No, I don't. I mean, have you I, ever asked about it? Um, I can't recall being asked about it, to be honest with you. Um, but there's nothing about the the situation that's being that's been filed that has a thing to do with the laptop. Why not? I, I don't know. You'd have to ask the prosecutors. How is that possible when we know there's evidence of the crimes we're talking about? The picture on the front cover of the New York Post today is a naked hunter holding his gun with his finger on the trigger of that gun. And, and other pictures of him at the time using crack cocaine. Now, that's a, that's a great combination. You know, never mind. You talk, want to talk about equal justice? Ask Wesley Snipes, the actor. Well, I think he's a very good actor. Uh, what movie? He was in the movie with Woody Harrelson, White Man Can't Jump. He's a funny, he's a great actor, funny movie. Now, he was convicted of three misdemeanor counts of failing to file tax returns. He didn't get a sweetheart deal. He got three years in prison. Or what about Kodak Black? His offense was, well, he gave incorrect Social Security number on a federal gun application form at a Miami area 
gun shop, despite having a critical uh, criminal record. Well, he got 46 months in jail. Why didn't he get a pre-diversion program? Or what about the case of Mike, the situation Sorrentino? He pled guilty to one count of tax invasion, eight months in prison, two years supervised release, ordered to pay $123,913 in restitution and a $10,000 fine. Hunter gets nothing here, nothing at all. And they never asked about the laptop. How is that even possible? You know, if, if, if this does not convince you of everything that we have been telling you, that in America we don't have equal justice under the law. This was a five-year investigation that started in 2018, looking into whether or not Hunter and his, and his associates violated tax and money laundering laws. How is it possible that this is what they come up with? This is all they... Because it's, it's a simple answer, and you don't have to be a brain surgeon, and you don't have to be that smart, and you don't have to figure it out. Now, on the taxable income for the years that they went after, not the years that he was able to escape because the statute of limitations looked out looked like they were run out on purpose, you know, that's that's $3 million of, of income that he didn't pay taxes on. Could you imagine if I didn't pay taxes on that amount of money, what would happen to me? My, I forget it. Just lock me up, throw away the key. The CFO of the Trump organization, this guy Weisselberg. Okay, the organization paid for school for one of his grandkids, gave him a company car and uh, a use of a, a company apartment. Very, very common perks. And he didn't pay taxes on them. Not that uncommon, I would imagine. I'm guessing. Now, I pay everything. So whatever I have to pay, trust me. I've got not one but two accounting firms and a law firm that are tasked with going over every aspect of my my income taxes before they're filed every year. We, I pay. And when my accountant ca- calls me and says, well, you really are eligible for this tax deduction, I'm like, pay it. Well, well you, you really, I mean, it's, it's if the worst they could do is question it, pay it. That's my answer. Because who the hell wants to live like that at that point? It's not worth the money. And knowing that I'm a target, I mean, that's why when they said they're hiring 87,000 more, you know, IRS agents, I kept saying, I'm going to affect my life because they pull my taxes every year anyway. And don't think that is not punitive towards me, because I believe it is. Not that anyone cares, not that anyone should shed a tear for Sean Hannity. I'm just telling you, you know, that the maximum penalty, 12 months in prison for each of the tax charges, 10 to 15 years in jail on the gun charge. Look at how they treated, you know, Weisselberg and and Roger Stone and Paul Manafort and General Flynn and and George Papadopoulos. Look at all the examples in the laptop that were just, you know, damning to to Hunter and Joe Biden and and just exposed the Biden lie, the Joe Biden lie that he never talked to his son about his foreign business dealings when Hunter is is writing you know, his, his foreign business partners discussing deals all over the entire world and that keep it between us for now, but dad is going to be there. And, and we've got photographic evidence and we've got dates and times of meetings. And we went over that with Peter Schweitzer yesterday, who was able to compare the laptop dates of Hunter with Joe Biden's schedule as VP. And lo and behold, they all match up, you know, or gathers, g- gatherings with Joe and Hunter's Russian, Ukrainian, Kazakh benefactors away from the White House. 
Uh, the $3.5 million deal with the Russian oligarch, former first lady of Moscow, is talk of. We've never never gotten any update on whether she inve- invested $100 million in a real estate adventure, adventure or Joe and Hunter having breakfast with Carlos Slim and 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 other people in Mexico, the founder of the budget airline Interjet, uh, Interjet, I guess it's called, and emails showing, you know, spoke to my dad about Slim. Ask uh, Hunter later in the uh, Jeff Cooper in a text message he sends us. It's all on the laptop. Or Grassley saying the Burisma executive, you know, we have the 1023 form. Who, well, who's the individual behind the 1023 form? That would be a guy that the FBI deemed credible because we know they paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars. None of that seems to matter. You know, it does it does, you know, one one system of justice for one group of people and the rest, you know, one for the rest of us. If you're a Clinton and then it gets worse. Now we've got Durham testifying today. And, and what did we learn about John Durham? He testifies that the entire Steele dossier, not a single thing on the dossier was ever corroborated. Nothing. Not one thing. That the FBI you know, was he corroborates that the FBI and the Justice Department treated Hillary Clinton differently and they overlooked Hillary Rodham Clinton's, you know, um, dirty dossier and used it four times for FISA applications. He said the results of my report are sobering. I'm going to play a lot of this at the bottom of the hour. He needs to be held accountable. He talks about the issue with the FISA warrants, especially the one with Carter Page that backdoored the FBI into all world Donald Trump or the FBI, quote, was too willing to accept politically funded, uncorroborated research like the Steele dossier. Or when the FBI learned that the subsource, Darren Chaco, was was the source of Christopher Steele. What did they do? They sign him up and put him on the payroll. Uh, despite espionage concerns that they rightfully had and that they failed to interview or investigate Charles Dolan or they ask about using, you know, he was asked about using the term sobering about FBI agents and how Operation Crossfire Hurricane never, ever should have been opened. I'm not aware that there ever was any Trump-Russia collusion, he goes on to say. He says he couldn't find... Information from the intelligence agencies that Trump, the campaign, had any contact with Russian officials. And he said there was clearly bias in this entire Russian investigation. And the FBI never talked to witnesses or corroborated evidence in the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. And that there was no legitimate basis to open that Crossfire Hurricane as as an investigation. You got to be kidding me. And this all happened. Now, the media lied to you for three long years. I could play hours of tapes of them breathlessly reporting the latest detail about Trump-Russia collusion. Durham says there was a significant number of red flags raised and ignored by our FBI. And then testifies to Jim Jordan that an FBI agent was ticked off finding out a memo wasn't shared that suggested Hillary... Had, had had built up this whole plan on the Trump-Russia narrative and testified to Jordan that Charles Dolan, a Clinton official and Steele dossier source, wasn't even interviewed by the FBI. 
and testified to Jordan saying that an FBI agent who wanted to talk to Charles Dolan was reassigned. And she memorialized it and defending the reputation of after Steve Cohn insults him. And the and and the funniest thing was with Adam Schiff, you know, saying, well, talking to uh, people that you think and trying to get information. He's the only idiot in all of Washington that we know thought he was getting information from Russians because that dope was duped by a bunch of Russian pranksters. You know, uh, what is the nature of the compromise, uh, compromising material of uh, uh, President Trump? I'm a compromise. What is the nature of the compromise? Uh, pictures of uh, naked uh, Trump. Naked Trump. Does Vladimir know? Uh, but, of course, Vladimir know about pictures of naked Trump and, and Busova and, and, and everybody know about naked Trump. The only dope that ever thought that he was getting intel and information from the russians was caught on tape being pranked by russian pranksters saying that they had intel on donald trump and naked pictures of donald trump what an idiot unbelievable <laughs> this is the best party they oh are we, are. we got a nice montage we're going to play that at the bottom of the hour